Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Aloha, shifters and light guardians. Thank you for joining in once again for another Paradigm Shift Circle discussion. Today's topic is what is death? The Paradigm Shift Circle discussions, we do these live through our Discord server and broadcast to YouTube and recordings go up on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio as well. We do these every Wednesday at 4 p.m. EDT. We rotate through a variety of topics. I'm joined here as always by some fellow amazing conscious creators within the community who you'll get to be able to meet as we go. We'll just start off with some basic guidelines and intentions for the circle and then we will get right into today's discussion. So thank you again to those of you watching this on any platform and yeah. with that said we will start things off so before we get started here are a few guidelines and reminders paradigm shift paradigm shift central circles are an intentional sacred digital space created to host inspirational conscious conversations to nurture our spirit and build community circles are sometimes recorded this one is at the end of the circle a screenshot will be taken of those in attendance Please respect the instructions of the facilitators of the circle. Please respect the intention of the space. Please respect your fellow members. You're welcome to simply listen in or to speak in the circle. To step on stage and speak in the circle, please use the hand raise button and wait to be brought on stage by a facilitator. Once on stage, please wait for the facilitator's prompt to speak. If you are already on stage and wish to speak next, blink your microphone by clicking the mute and unmute button a few times and wait for the facilitator's prompt. Circles generally go up until the top of the hour. We will conclude with gratitude at about five minutes too. Please feel free to tell your friends and invite others who may be interested to the broadcast or the Discord server. And if you have not already, please feel free to check out our Patreon membership where you can join as a member in the community to be able to get additional access to private events and support. Thank you so much for your ongoing contributions and enjoy today's discussion. So so with that said, um, yeah. This is a this is a very meaningful meaningful conversation to be able to have and and the topic of what is death it's you know with any of these discussions that we have it's kind of one where it's like well what is death to you you know what is your personal perspective on death and so with this one you know we're obviously doing it at the time of Halloween ish Sam Sawain and and so this month in itself is is a very powerful time to be able to reflect on death and and to not be able to reflect on death necessarily just in like a somber way but in a like a deep reflective way in a very like metaphysical way in a very spiritual way and this is why this time of the year was one that many different cultures you know they use as an opportunity to be able to to reconnect with their connection to death within their own practices and this would mean you know like communing with ancestors and spirits and you know even just being able to celebrate the natural progressions of the season because death is something that evidently exists within everything Uh, that's one of the interesting the interesting things about this reality is that nothing is nothing is permanent relatively speaking maybe i'm wrong there but everything changes and so what is death to me what is death death is transformation death is a process death is moving from cycles to cycles and so the question of what is death is one that i'm always excited to be able to go back to because i think it's one of those ones where like 
your perception on it will change as you change. So what you thought about death five years ago will be different five years today. And, and it will continue to be different because your relationship with it will be different. And, and ultimately, that's what I think death is. Death is a relationship. It, it's a relationship that we have with the divine. It's a relationship that we have with this reality. And also the what it means to be a human being, because, you know, there's not a single human on this planet who does not die. Death is the great equalizer, as they often say. And, and another way, um, and I'll talk more about this later, and I'll just mention a couple things and then we'll, we'll, we'll keep passing it around to the other speakers here in the circle, is that death is like taking off a tight boot it is a beautiful way that I've heard explained it. And that's something we can talk more about later about, you know, even... For those of us here in the community and those who are listening, those who, you know, and even just reading accounts on those who have had near-death experiences, you, you hear this account of, you know, like this physical body is just the container and death is the process of like the soul kind of like, it's it's like it's like moving from like something tight to something expansive it's like returning it's the drop returning to the ocean um in some ways i think is what what death is so it's interesting because when you ask what is death there's again there's a question of well what is death to you from your limited human perspective but i feel like and this isn't for every question that we have here i feel like the question of what is death i feel like there's actually like some and, and challenge me on this and, and I don't know for sure, I'm just hypothesizing, but I feel like there's almost like some sort of like ultimate truth. Like like there actually is an answer to what death is. And, and maybe it's not even an answer that we can actually explain um, in our limited vocabulary. But again, you know, the process of death is something that it, it's peering into the great mystery. And, and when you look into death, you look into to the unknown. And, and, and it's something that will continue to unfold. It's very much like studying dreams. Death and dreams are actually... Uh, very similar you know like death dreams are the cousin of death is, is another great quote that i enjoy and i'll just say this real quick because you know with this discussion this discussion for me synchronistically and and, and michelle can talk on this it's it's weird man because like and, and and i say weird in the most magical beautiful way this discussion of choosing to do the topic on what is death um this was a topic that i landed on for a couple of reasons one of them was the fact that over the weekend uh, a good friend of mine um bill paul uh, the the town crier of london who hosted a, a discussion group much like this called socrates cafe um he passed away on, on the weekend so death was something that was on my mind and on my heart however the the extra layer of of what makes this just so phenomenal is that choosing to do the topic on this day actually coincidentally synchronistically landed on the exact same date of the passing of a friend of mine who passed away eight years ago um phoenix and and some of you know phoenix in the community phoenix roland smith and their connection not just with me but with others is one that we have always talked about still continuing to progress in the sense where it's kind of like every now and then you feel the presence of, of of phoenix using phoenix as an example which is an example that many of us have experienced what is death you know and what is the experience of death from the perspective of spirit can spirit still communicate with us are they still connected to us what is their perspective on this reality from where they are where are they quote unquote and so i just thought it was incredibly beautiful to be able to do this synchronistically on the same day of phoenix's passing and literally to not even realize it until just a couple hours before this event where i'm like whoa and in that moment that was an experience a direct experience for me where i became a little bit closer to death and, and what i mean by that is that the veil became a little bit thinner 
communication between myself and Phoenix and synchronicity and the clockwork of the universe all just kind of came into a single moment. And I was like, whoa, suddenly like, you know, like death is, and this is another thing in itself. Death is an illusion. We, death is a word that we put onto this concept that makes it seem as if things are, are separating and yet are they? And so maybe we'll explore more of that here today. I think I think this is a very powerful question. And I'm sure we've got a lot of wisdom to be able to share on it. So let's keep things going. I'll jump in a little bit later, but I want to be able to hear from all the other amazing speakers here. We've got CeeLo, we've got Kristen, we've got Campton, we've got Michelle, and we've got Kyle. So whoever would like to go next, please go ahead and blink your microphone. We'll pass it over to Campton in two seconds. For those of you on YouTube, drop an 11.11 in the chat. Confirm you guys can hear us okay. And for those of you on TikTok or Instagram, feel free to jump over to YouTube. The link is in my profile. So with that said, Campton, we will pass it over to you. And when you're ready, go ahead and share. What is death? What is death to you, Campton? Welcome. Thanks, Brendan. Um, a lot of cool thoughts surrounding this. So you're right. Death is sort of the end of a sequence. It's a sort of falling away, right? All plant life, all animals, everything dies in the process, cycles, and we evolve. So evolution is intrinsic to our nature the dying away of an old self, then we're resisting the intrinsic nature of our consciousness and our ability to survive as a human being. So developing your speech and developing yourself and practicing the organism that you are at the end of the day um, is the smartest thing that you can do. And it seems to be in all of these religions and all of these mythical traditions and um, that the common theme here is, um, well, I guess awareness, uh, love, freedom, uh, evolution, um, self-mastery, personal mastery, um, you know, having a North Star that you can develop your behavior around, sort of a, an archetypal illusion that you can psychologically map to. And uh, this involves death. And I love when I get the death card. A lot of people will laugh, um, you know, oh, yeah, it's the death card, you know, right? Like, because it, it's, a, it's a deeper concept there's depth and death and um, I'm glad it happens you know as um, as that may sound I'm glad that there's a, another chapter another storybook within the realm of eternity for me to flick through and everything that I did in this life that um, I have to live with is gone and that goes for everybody not that I've done anything sinister or evil um, but um, yeah death is great and um, it's especially curious in our reality, and I'll just fi I'll finish my statement with this. Um, it, it's a curious notion in our reality. Uh, you know, we may be able to transfer our what we call the soul to a robotic consciousness. And I don't think that's too far of a leap. And I think the, the people who make that leap aren't afraid and the people who stay behind it, um, we know them well. We know what, what they're doing and how they are in the brain. So... Yeah, I love everybody regardless, but when egos are involved, you know, I'm, I have to play the game. And, uh, you know, trying to be too saintly, that's more arrogant than, you know, being a little bit confident. So, um, yeah, I'm here to solve the piece of the puzzle or that I am the next uh, flower on the tree of life. And um, glad to be amongst similar flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the curious notion of um, robotic consciousness and living forever. So I would still, in that robotic consciousness, create these gaps within eternity, these 95-year shots that are a little story um, within my ability to create anything that I want. So it's that Alan Watts nuance that I find um, within robotic consciousness and anything that takes us forward um, in terms of the technological advancement of human beings, which I think is a phenomenal 
thing to get to witness. And um, I'm glad I'm here. And, you know, taking a little bugs to the face while I'm sticking my head out the window is uh, worth being a human. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Campton. Uh, yeah, we'll have to, we'll, we'll do some future discussions all about like, yeah, like cybernetic AI, advanced technology and consciousness and everything like that down the road. We've done that before. Let's keep things rolling around here. And um, yeah, there's, there's so much to be able to talk about within this topic. One thing I'll just plant just as a little seed and maybe we'll get back to later is, um, you know, there, there's a lot within, uh, there's some spiritual practices where literally they look at life as preparation for death. Um, and it's interesting because in, in, in Michelle, you know, as much as you feel called to like this, when I think of that, I think of Ram Dass and, and I know Michelle has a connection with Ram Dass and, and Ram Dass speaks very eloquently about his experience with death, especially in the, in the later years of his life where, um, you know, you see death as like this, it, it humbles you and, and it also it brings you into the present moment. Like, my goodness, when you're just going about your day and you're not really thinking about when things are going to end, it's very easy to kind of disconnect yourself and, and to lose focus on where you are. And not a bad thing. You kind of get lost in the dream. You know, it happens to all of us. It's a beautiful part of it, actually. But then death in itself is also like this, like this, it's it just like it's sobriety. It's just like, oh, my goodness, like this isn't going to last forever. Like, what have I been wasting my time on? bring me into this present moment and really just you know like like just to absorb the honey of, of each and every single moment and i think you know death in itself is uh what makes this life a gift it's like that quote from the movie troy where um tom uh what's his name brad pitt's character where he's like he's like he's like yeah you don't understand like the gods they envy us because we are mortal it is that reason for which they envy us because there is an end to things. So let's keep things passing around. Who would like to go next? Go ahead and blink your microphone and I'll pass it over to you and appreciate everybody again being here. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how long this conversation goes. It may go a little bit extra. So Kristen, did you bring, blink your microphone? If so, feel free to, yeah, Kristen, we'll pass it over to you. Kristen, welcome back. And uh, when you're ready, go ahead. What is death, Kristen, to you? Hello, beautiful, amazing souls, and um, thank you, Brendan, for holding this gorgeous space. Uh, I always love these opportunities to come together and, and share our heart wisdom, and it's always such a blessing to hear the wisdom that really comes from, from each person, and I think that this is a really brave topic for um, anyone to be able to really hold space over, because it really is such a... Um, there's such a depth to the word death, you know, and, and you can go in different directions with it if we're speaking, you know, about the physical aspect of, you know, our bodies dying, you know, seeing that as a transformation in life. And I know Campton brought up the death card. And again, I'll correlate that with the, the word transformation and seeing that even if we can see the areas of our life where we have experienced death, whether it be a family member or a loved one, um, you know, those types of experiences tend to help us transform in our day-to-day -day life as well, giving us that opportunity to see the blessing, the honey, the sweetness in, in the moments that we have, and, and also really giving us an opportunity to cherish those um, individuals or those souls, whichever uh, it applies. And, and I think too, for me especially, death is a really interesting topic just because I have a really close relationship with it. I walked about 12 years of my life with a diagnosis that said, hey, you know, you, you could die any moment. And so I was very aware, very conscious of this reality that 
at any point, I could no longer exist here in this physical moment. And so just giving you this viewpoint to see that, yes, you know, everything is a blessing, but it can also be something that if you become focused on, you know, you, you tend to then lose your grip on reality or you're in touch with the moment because you may be, you know, more focused on that. And so I think death is something that is truly just one of our greatest teachers. And uh, I, I, whenever you, I first saw this topic, I immediately thought of the movie Soul, the, the, the Disney movie that came out recently about, you know, souls passing through into this existence. And it, and it brings me to that very first scene where he, you know, is riding the escalator up to the bright light and, and it's like, wait a minute, am I dead? And it's kind of uh, a, a funny correlation to just be able to see, like, when we pass, do we realize that, you know, we're no longer in these physical bodies because, you know, we we have this consciousness, this soul that exists beyond this physical thing that we are attached to and connect to and that we relate with in this now moment and realizing that there's so much more beyond that to be able to connect with. And uh, I think, you know, just going into past lives and um, just the, the, this is a very beautiful topic and, and I, I'm excited to hear what everyone has to share. And yeah, that's, that's my little bit of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Chris. And, and uh, we'll, we'll keep things rolling here. So whoever would like to go next, just go ahead and blink your microphone and we'll pass it over to whoever is ready to speak. And uh, again, at any point when you, when you guys want to jump in, just go ahead and blink your microphone and uh, any time in between that and I'll just keep babbling on. So um, I'll, I'll just uh, share a little bit more and then I'll keep an eye open. So whoever wants to jump in, just go ahead and let me know at any point. So again, you know, it's fascinating. Like death, death is a fascinating topic. And, and it's interesting because like death is something that I've kind of been around in, 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 in my youth and everything like that. Um, my father was actually a funeral director. Not a lot of people know that. Um, and, and not that like, that was like an immediate impact on my life, but even still just kind of like seeing how it affected him you know just being in the presence of 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 helping people and 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 you know like i think it's interesting because when you think about um death death is also something that it, it has the ability to bring people together um i'm, I'm seeing this i'm witnessing this <clears throat> with um you know with the passing of my friend um bill paul and 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 it's bringing together all of these amazing people who who were influenced by his presence in in this reality and so you know death is something that you look at different cultures and and it's interesting because i think here in the west we have this very kind of like disturbed relationship with death it's almost like it's a, like a, it's like a trauma relationship with death um and not to say that's like wrong it's understandable but you look at other cultures and it's like death for them is ceremony it's celebration like when when an, when an elder is dying you know like that is um the word graduation come comes to mind you know it's kind of it's kind of like this process where they see it as a celebration of their life it's an opportunity to be able to reflect and to really be present with them and then to understand that you know like this is something that i've experienced within my own experiences of be being with people who have who have passed and and even with animals is is that you know death is an opportunity for it to become a very selfless experience for you um, this is an interesting experience for humans. And, and, and again, just go ahead and click your, click your, blink your mic for whoever wants to go next. I'm just, okay, Michelle, I'll pass it to you in two seconds. You know, with, with death, this is one thing that's quite interesting is that oftentimes, um, 
it brings forth a, a very very interesting uh, and it, a very, it, it gives us the opportunity to be able to cultivate a very interesting sense of courage within ourself and, and that was one thing that i noticed even with the passing of my animals is that like in their passing like i could hear their voice and it's like this is my gift to you for you to be able to experience the depth of your love in a way that hurts so much because we grieve so much. The only reason we grieve is because we care so much, because we love so much. Grief through death is a reflection of the depth of our love. So it's like in those moments of grief, you are like, it's bringing you closer to godness. It's very psychedelic. Um, but, you know, within this, it's also this opportunity to be able to reflect on what is your relationship with death in this moment? No doubt you're, you're holding on to the idea that you don't want this person to leave who you deeply care about, be it a person or an animal. But at the same time, you also have this opportunity to be able to remind yourself, oh, yeah, this is about them. This is about their journey. What can I do to be able to help support this? And that was for me with my animals passing and even, you know, grandparents. I approached it where it was very kind of like this shamanic process of, of like helping them through this transitioning process and to be there with my pets when they died was nothing short of a psychedelic experience for me. I approached it almost like a plant medicine experience to be there to hold space in a very kind of quote unquote shamanic way um, with that transition. And I'd love to even talk about, again, you know, the connections between, um, you know, like DMT releasing in the brain and death and dreams. and everything. It's all connected, right? Michelle, I'll pass it over to you. Thank you so much for joining. When you're free, when you're ready, please feel free to unmute your microphone. And Michelle, go right ahead. Welcome. Uh, you touched on a lot just then. That was really, really beautiful. Specifically, um, something about grief and death, both of those as a doorway, um, a doorway to spirit through the heart. Um, and that you you said it, you grieve so much because you love so much. Um, and what I wanted to share that I thought was really uh, my observation in this life about seeing when people transition is that, and from my work with Ram Dass, or my understanding of Ram Dass's work with being a guide for dying people, for souls, is that he talked about, you know, and I'm no expert on the Tibetan Book of the Dead or anything like that, but there's these realms of the astral plane and these levels and these bardos, if you will, that people pass through and the soul is tested. Um, to not get distracted by the 10,000 horrible things or the 10,000 beautiful things, but to really like tread a path so that they can be reincarnated in a beautiful way. And what I've, what I've noticed, and I noticed it in an interesting way, of course I noticed it with Phoenix, which we can get into, but um, I noticed it mostly with David Bowie, which is so strange. When David Bowie died, I felt like this, I felt the same thing with the Nepal earthquake too that happened in like 2014. I felt like this scattering of of life force energy that went throughout like everywhere. It was like his spirit expanded, like the tight boot metaphor, his spirit expanded beyond and like touched all of the souls that like knew him on a cosmic level. That's how I felt. And I think some people felt that when like Prince passed, but I, I didn't feel that same kinship but there was a part of myself that was like did I know David Bowie like as a soul like did I know him because he it feels like home and it feels like family it feels like that's that speed of stardust or that sparkle of light is like everywhere simultaneously all of a sudden now that he's not in a body anymore and speaking of shamanically um one of my sister girlfriends a priestess friend of mine spoke to a past life memory that she had with me in it 
um, of another time where she had passed. And at her funeral ceremony uh, in this time, I sang a song and the song was helping her transition to the other side. Um, you know, and it was in like a village type, you know, there was like lots of people around and that's the shamanic element. And when someone crosses over, uh, recently I had a vision about, um, you guys actually might know this person, Guru Jagat. Um, her and John Wyland were in a relationship. And at the time, John Wyland was one of my teachers. And that morning before she, I heard she passed, I literally had a vision of them together. And then I found that out later and I was singing um, and I imagine that we people here who are in the earth body can hold space for those who are crossing so that they make their way through the bardos and that the songs and the energy and the frequency that we carry is like this divine web that that helps like a like a ship that sails them across because death is not the end but it's a doorway it's a threshold process in the in astrology that wheel that goes around from birth of aries all the way down through scorpio is a gateway it's a doorway that you once you cross you can't really return back through like no one can come back from the underworld you know in the in the myths but then as you go through into sagittarius and towards pisces it's like you, it's like that that picture, that woodcut picture where the person's like halfway in the world and then halfway in the stars. That's one of my favorites. I think it's called the Flammarion. So that's what I have to say about death and life and spirit. For now. For now. We'll talk talk about thank, thank you, Michelle. Yeah, I, as, as much as you feel called to, yeah, I know there's, there's more to share. Um, even again, you know, just if there was anything that you might want to be able to share any wisdom that you got from your experience with Ram Dass, um, and it doesn't have to be right now, but yeah, just opening up any invitation that you feel called to draw upon from that wisdom experience. Let's keep things passing around though. And, um, or, or if you want to share now, Michelle, that's totally up to you. We can do um, either or. I can say one thing that somebody asked me earlier today. It's so interesting the way the universe weaves everything together because in 2012, right before I met Phoenix, uh, which was a huge year of awakening for all of us, um, I met Ram Dass for the first time in Maui and I sat with him. And so I had that memory come up on Facebook. So I shared the memory. A lot of people respond to that because they all recognize who he is and such. And then at the same time in 2014, this like web of three days of light where we met uh, uh, and we met Phoenix and the whole the whole shebang began. Um, has been coming up a lot too energetically so it's so trippy this like weaving of like it's like Ramdas is present and Phoenix is present and we're talking and it's just all these things that are activating you know in 2021 now it's just it's so interesting so Ramdas so so somebody asked me today to share a bit of my experience with, from that picture and uh, so I wrote something to her <laughs> and I shared it on a discovery call I had with a client this morning too um, which was that when I was in front of him, it was like a gateway opening. It was like, all I did was weep. <laughs> and I remember being like, you know, on one, on the ego or the human self, I was just like, I'm, I'm a mess. All I'm doing is crying, but I was crying for the experience of like the aloneness that I feel, which is separation, right? Which in that Phoenix video that you just shared, it's like, the feeling of being isolated, the feeling of being not 
connected to the infinite, the feeling of being in a human body, it's separation. And that, that feeling is deeply painful. And Ramdas is a bhakti yogi. So he talks about the longing through singing, through our spiritual work, to imbue, through mantra, through prayer, through all of that, to, to re-attune ourselves to the divine, yeah? And I was in front of Ramdas, and I felt like a beam of his heart just like opening me because there was so much acceptance of the suffering of the earth and and so much so much like yes <laughs> to my pain to to just there wasn't like there was no there, he just i don't know he just he just he was just is you know there's no like describing that it's just uh it, 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 it there yeah i don't know i don't have words for what that is and it felt like a beam that opened that went from his heart to my heart and and then dissolved, just again more tears and more weeping and it's funny cuz we started this by saying like grief is how much love you have you know and we care but then there's the like the true surrender which is like even the pain even the there's no response to it and it's just yes yeah so i'll leave it there thank you thank you so much michelle and thank you for sharing your experience being ramdas cuz you know even just that like i can just hearing you talk about it that energy is in your words which is actually quite fascinating you know like the the experience itself is actually something that carries with you and i think again you know like for those of us who experience death not that we ever wish it upon anyone but it's something that that like it it get it you gain experience from it and with that experience also comes wisdom and, and so you know i think when it comes to death if we know that <clears throat> there is wisdom to be acquired from the experience of death through the meditation of death you know what can we do as a student to be present with that wisdom to be present with the idea of being able to understand that even in this moment you know you are fully accepted as phoenix would say that like this moment this moment of death is is relatively speaking like equally as holy as as any other moment we we have this perception through which we see the world where again you know we look at death as being this horrible thing and and it, and it is it is a horrible thing as much as it is a beautiful thing it is literally the full encompassing spectrum of the yin and the yang and so it's beautiful. It's beautiful to just be able to break the stigma on death because I think a lot of the suffering within the Western world comes from the lack of discussion that we have around death. And so, you know, you look at different cultures and again, the way they relate to it completely changes the way they live. So how you meditate on death will change the way that you live your life. And that's why you hear a lot of, a lot of yogis, they'll talk about that. They'll be like, each day I will meditate on my death. And, and again, you know, death death is there's there's many different types of death and, and and i'll just um again for anybody who wants to go next just go ahead and blink your mic i don't want to take too much time here i'll just um share one more thought at least and then i'll pass it to whoever wants to go next and um kyle will pass it over to you in a second so again you know there, state the obvious and i'm just kind of putting this out here there are many different types of death 
we die each day if you think about it from that perspective and 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 so death is the process of letting go and so you know like how many times have you died throughout your life how many old versions of you have had to die in order for new versions to be reborn and so you see the process of death in the physical body literally is just a fractal of the process of the cycles which happen many, 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 many times throughout our life and throughout this nature and throughout this reality where, again, you know, the fate of destruction is the joy of rebirth. Um, to quote Neon Genesis Evangelion, for those of you who are anime geeks. But yeah, there's another thing I'll talk about when it comes to death where I really just want to put an idea on the table in terms of like creating a base image of um, the journey of the soul. But I'll talk about that a little bit later. Kyle, if you are ready, I'm more than happy to be able to pass it over to you. Kyle, welcome into the circle. When you are ready, go ahead and unmute your microphone and share a little bit from your heart. What is death? Hi, uh, thanks for having me, everybody. This is a this is a great conversation, and it's a lot of it's triggering tons of different ideas. So it's hard to just put a couple of them together. Um, I do believe death is basically like the ultimate surrender. <clears throat> um, it it also offers me the idea of hope because um, I've always thought of, even as a child I was like uh, death like I'm hoping to get as much answers as I as I need to get you know it's when I fall it when I you know you die you end up there you get you just get a flood of download of intro, of just all the information so you can really understand what this life really is it's kind of like answering the questions that we're all trying to answer and which is the great mystery. Um, I'm really, I'm really fascinated by the idea of it for sure. Um, I do believe like it, I, I have the idea where it's kind of like when we dream at night, you know, I kind of feel like when we're falling asleep, you're, you're, you're surrendering and you're allowing yourself to fall into that realm. And it, it be, it kind of be the similar idea. Cause I, my, uh, my girlfriend's, uh, grandpa basically, might have not had the, the done the best things in his life. So he is clinging on to life because he's terrified of death and he's terrified to let go because he's afraid of what is gonna come. But the way I see things, so you can so you can see how there is some people who they'll cling to life because they're afraid to see what's on the other side. Where there's some people who can pass through pretty seamlessly because they understand that there's more to this world. There's you know, they're kinda they're on, you know, the, the idea of light and that we're an ever living soul. Like there is people who want to live forever here, but I, I kind of already think we already live forever. We already have that. We've already hit that goal. And I feel like if you did, you were in one place for too long, you would kind of get bored of it or you'd kind of feel like that there wouldn't be as much purpose. Like if you don't have an end date, I'm a procrastinator. So if I don't have some, I'll wait right to the last day to be able to do something. And that energy it gives me to finish that task is because I have uh, an end time to be able to finish it. And if I did it, I'd probably let that task move a little further and further. Um, another thing I want to touch on is I'm really interested in the, the science of dying before dying, which I'm sure we're all into the psychedelics and, Basically, I believe that's how we're able to die before dying and go into the spirit world with a living soul, like be, I mean, with an earth soul or however, however it works. 
and we're able to bring back some information to hear that maybe allows our life to be a little bit more freeing, like the people who have studied yoga for so long and basically have come to that conclusion where we're an infinite being. So if you're an infinite being, you really have all the time in the world and you could basically work on everything instead of just being worried about material things and all that. And yeah, I mean, there's so much to touch on though, but I honestly believe it's, it's definitely a, a freeing thing. It's, uh, it's like, it's definitely one of the ultimate psychedelic. Um, I'd like to touch on more, but I got so can, there's so many ideas coming from everybody that's just triggering. So I'm just going to leave it at that for now. And I appreciate for allowing me to talk. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. And uh, happy to be able to have you here as well. So I'll just, um, again, whoever wants to be able to go next, just go ahead and plug your mic if you guys are ready. CeeLo will pass it over to you right now and then I'll share a little bit after that. And then whoever else wants to go after that. So CeeLo, when you're ready, go right ahead. Awesome. I appreciate the, the space for this. Um, <clears throat> death is a very interesting thing for humanity because for a lot of us, it is unknown. It's like a mystery. There's these concepts and belief patterns that I have about what death is going to be like, but it's kind of like, you know, you just, you're going up this roller coaster, you don't know what's going to happen, and then you're just in it, and hopefully, hopefully you're, you know, in a space where you're able to grow from it. Um, you know, sometimes I will admit, I do try to kill a fruit fly, but when I do it, I try to, like, I hope whatever this consciousness is, whatever the soul is, like gets to reincarnate as something better, gets to have like a more expanded perception of existence. <laughs> and so that's what I hope that death will be like. Um, you know, there's this one time that I had with my grandpa um, where he he passed away and he was my favorite. So it was very sad for me. and. Like a few weeks after he passed away, I had a dream and he was in it. And in the dream, I saw him as like a young, a young man, like the same age I was. And then I watched him kind of like grow into a, an old man. And then he like told me he loved me and all these things. And it was just such a beautiful experience. Um, so, you know, life and death. They're all part of our experience, and I hope that they help us to grow in some way. I think that life is a lot about just experiencing and allowing source to be omnipotent, to experience all possible experiences, and to, to have the ability to enjoy life on the physical and go through that process. And like um, Kristen said, transition into the next um, part of life. I recently have been watching a little bit of the Marvel um, Marvel stuff, and and in it, the Black Panther, when when they pass away, and the next generation takes over, like their spirit goes to this beautiful 
tree, like this spirit tree. And they're all like panthers hanging out in a tree together. And, you know, in different cultures, there's these different beliefs of what's going to happen when we pass away. And part of me believes that it's a part of where we're at when we pass. And it's a part of our, um, you know, our, our belief systems, or it's part of what we're, what's going to help us the most. Um, I would like to, you know, get to meet a lot of the souls when I pass that I've had just like a lot of growth with so that I can, you know, speak to them again. And I, you know, I have all these ideas that I hope it will be like, but again, I think the mystery is kind of part of the fun and yeah. Thank you for opening the space. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you again, CeeLo for, for joining in and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll share in a moment. But Ren, I know you joined on stage. If you want to share next, just blink your microphone. Or if you want, I can just kind of share. Okay, we'll pass it to you. And then uh, anybody else who's also um, in the audience, if you want to come up at any point, please feel free to raise your hand. We'll keep today's going a little bit longer. If anybody has to jump out early, feel free to jump in and just let us know. Um, I do know that there's definitely more for us to be able to talk about here. So I'm not in a rush to wrap it up. So maybe another half hour. So Ren, with that said, welcome to today's circle. And when you're ready, please feel free to share. Go ahead, Ren. Hi, can you guys hear me, first of all? Okay, cool, sorry, because I'm on my headphones. I never use them. Um, so yeah, thank you for letting me join in this space. It's, um, it's a conversation that's a little difficult for me um, because I guess I, you could say I have attachment issues um, to the earth plane. Um, I, you know, I was experienced, um, first of all, thank you everyone who spoke because this is just an important topic to talk about. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it because it's triggering, um, but it's important that we talk about tough things. Um, so like I was experienced, uh, like, I mean, exposed, I would say to death at a really young age. I guess I was about seven, eight years old. And it was around actually at the same time that my parents were going through a divorce or just started the process. And my grandparents came over. They usually lived upstate. So it was like a four or five hour drive. And they came to visit us and they were like, hey, we want to see you guys before we go to California to visit um, your sister, which was my mom's sister. And something in me at just such a young age, I knew that one of my grandparents was going to die. I don't know how. It was just something that like hit me as a kid and I was like why am I feeling this way why do I why, why am I thinking this is going to happen and they slept over that night and then they went to California within like three four days my dad got a phone call and it was that my grandpa had passed um and I remember going upstairs at that moment and just crying hysterically and seeing that he actually accidentally left one of his t-shirts behind and I just remember crying into his t-shirt and like wondering like, why, why, why did I, why did I know this? And I felt guilty for years. Like I eventually told my grandma about it years after. And she was just like, everyone started blaming my grandma. They're like, why didn't you listen to Lauren when she was telling you guys don't go? Cause I was telling them, I was like, please don't go, please don't go. And they went anyway. And my grandma was like, I can't hear this. I can't talk about this. And you know, like when you when you're a kid and you go through something like that, you're like you feel guilty. I like literally for years held inside me that 
I killed my my grandfather, you know, like I was a part of that I knew and that just that guilt sitting with me. Um, and it's something that I've had to like talk to therapists about. I've had to work through myself and be like, that wasn't my fault, you know, like who is going to listen to a little kid and like think that she was right, you know? And so ever since then, I've been really trying to understand death and read about it and understand like what happens after death. And I think I've just come to the conclusion in my past recent like years since my spiritual awakening that death is just another like in a video game. It's like another level like up, you know, it's you're you're not really gone. I, I believe in reincarnation. I truly do. I really think that why so many people are afraid of death is because like the Roman Catholic Church like really started by like ingraining that and programming it programming it into people's brains that oh when you die like you either go to heaven or hell so make good choices on this planet and it will like dictate where you go and that's just not true to me I don't believe that there's like necessarily a hell I believe that it's more so like everyone passes and goes through their mini purgatory until they can like learn the lessons like from their life that they were still clinging on to in order to pass on to the next level like everything's like another level up it's like another experience point I guess in a video game type of type of thing um but that's just how I view it I think it's just the more if we can look at it as like this is just another beginning for me like I will be back like in another soul body like it's something that you don't have to be people don't have to be that afraid of and that's how I've been looking at it as like I'm like you know like when I pass on this physical plane I know in my heart that when I come back I will find the people in other bodies that are my soul tribe you know I will find like my family and they maybe they'll come across as someone different and they won't be my family you know but i i believe in that and i believe that you know that's kind of like a hope thing for people to look for is that we never really die our souls never die our physical vessels do in order for us to move on to another physical vessel but our souls never die it always lives on you know energy cannot be destroyed nor created and that's how i've been trying to look at death more and it's just been, you know, it's been making me feel better. And just one last thing, sorry. <laughs> um, when I got, I got into a really bad car accident, um, and that's actually how my grandpa passed. They were in the car in, in California, and their car flipped over, and that's how he passed. Um, I was in a really, really bad car accident where I, I actually almost died about two years ago now. And I remember in that moment, I was, uh, as I was, like, swirling and spinning and spinning around in the road, I just literally remembered thinking, I was like, I'm not ready to go yet. And not more so that I was ready to go for me, but thinking about how it would impact others. And I was like, I can't do this to my dad. I can't do this to my brothers. I can't do this to my boyfriend. I don't want their lives to be ruined. I'm too young. And as soon as I started to like think that, like I just like hit the lamp pole and like hit the highway sign and I like kind of just woke up. And I at first was like, am I alive? Am I dead? Like, where am I? And I just remember like seeing like, wait, I'm still here without like a scratch on my body, just like my car completely totaled. And I believe that was my grandpa, you know, and he was like, I don't want you to go the same way I did. And so when we put like our faith in the universe, even in times of like complete peril, um, I think that, you know, that's when we hand we surrender, like someone else said. And we're like, you know, if this is my time, OK, but I know I have more stuff to do. And so just having trust and faith in the universe that things are going to work out, things are going to be okay. And 
again, like I said, knowing that you're always going to come back here, no matter what, your soul is eternal and it lives on. So thank you guys. Thank you to everyone who spoke. I know I had a lot to say on that, but yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you again, Ren. And yeah, it, this is this is one of those conversations that like, I mean, if we were to have this as just for like as long as it needed to be, that would be fine. You know, if anything, just have like this like revolving door for this discussion, because I think there there's no shortage for us to be able to to talk about here. But um, we'll keep things going, like I said, for at least at least another half hour, I, I think will be enough. Um, but then, you know, for everybody here. As always with these circles, we encourage you to continue these conversations within your own spaces, within your own friends, maybe even make content about this. This is, again, not just because it's Halloween, but again, this is Sawain. This is a month where the, the theme of death is very relevant. And if anything, it makes it um, more accessible to, to be able to talk about. So there's just a couple of things that I just want to be able to share. And, and, and as I'm doing this, for anybody who would like to go after me, just go ahead and blink your microphone next so we can just um, figure out the cue. So pass over to Chris and after this. So allow me to just put a, put a couple ideas on the on the table and and there's a couple ideas which are actually like kind of like really like really trippy so this is this is for me what i'm going to put on the table is like my best guess at what death is on my understanding of death from my perspective from my experience from my research whatever you want to call it so um kind of similar to what lauren was actually saying if i were to try and explain this to someone like an like someone who who just you know like a tabula rasa someone who didn't know anything if i was trying to explain it simply to them how would i explain it so in order to explain death i think we have to explain the workings of of the the journey of the human soul and so the way how i would explain it is basically this idea that you know what earth is is like it's like a it's a space it's like uh you can imagine it like a like a like a sphere like a dome like an orb or something like that but nonetheless it's something that you go into and you can come out of it's like a dimension it's actually a space it's not just a planet in the simplest way that we think about it because the way how this reality works there's like multiple dimensions space doesn't just go you know like outwards through the x y and z axis like it goes uh, it traverses through dimensions and so the journey of the soul is basically this journey that you know as a soul we already exist through uh a state of what can be considered to be you know like being alive like you're still alive in these other dimensions um, however, in these dimensions, they're very much like the dream space, um, unless you're like on another in, in another realm in another dimension, which in which case the, the densities could be different. Um, it's almost like each planet is its own dimension that you can kind of like be born into and come out of, so to speak. So before you are born, you are literally still alive. You are that soul. You're kind of like in this etheric plane. And within this plane, you also have the ability to be able to like view things from outside the perception of what we consider to be linear time. Because again, the time construct um, is, is relative to each dimension, each planet, so to speak. And so the journey of the soul, I'll just explain this real quick. I don't want to get too complicated. The journey of the soul is to, again, you know, like incarnate to come into this earth through the physical body through the vessel of the, the human body and then again you know to go through these lessons to experience to to learn as much as they can 
And then thus in the process of dying, it is literally the process of returning to where we came from. It's like it's like exiting out of the matrix. Um, and with it, we bring with us like the experience and the wisdom of our soul, like back into the oversoul, back into like the collective consciousness. So it's basically this very powerful idea that, you know, like as uh, kind of like a psychedelic experience, like you go into the psychedelic experience, kind of like a fisherman, which is what Terrence McKenna talks about, where it's like, you know, like try to bring something back with you. So in this experience, Experience of earth you know earth is like the experience of coming into this earth and being alive is one giant psychedelic experience so to speak and then you know what do you bring with it out of you by the time you're done and so even though individually you know we're all our unique fractals of consciousness we are just that we are fractals of a bigger consciousness branches of a bigger tree so you know when we go through this process of death since the illusion of separation is something that's more obvious within the dimensions of a planet such as Earth. Um, it's easier for us to to forget in, into this idea that we are actually branches of the same tree. However, when we go up this one level, it's quite obvious that that we are connected to everything. Like it, it, it's not just an idea; it's an experience. It's a direct experience. It is felt. It is oftentimes ineffable. It's hard to put into words. <clears throat> and this is where you get the experience of people who have near-death experiences. Kind of like I said, it's like taking off a tight boot. It's that expansion. So <clears throat> for those that have died, and, and even for those that have died and, and have yet to be born again, you know, from this dimension that they are on, from this quote-unquote like higher plane, so to speak, uh, again, they still have the opportunity to still be able to interact with this plane. And they interact to us uh, through multiple means, through synchronicities, through omens, through dream time, through meditation, because um, this, the consciousness that they are is still accessible through a frequency. And that frequency is something that we can tune into uh, through meditation. And so this is where, again, you know, like death is not the end. Death is death is not just death. Death is a change, you know, it's it's a change in relationship but if if there's someone that you know that has passed um it's also an invitation for you to be able to change the way that they relate how you relate to them and i remember this and i'll just share this real quick and i'll pass it over to kristen and hopefully what i said is is somewhat of a, a a painting a picture you know for those of us trying to grasp what death is um and 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 for a lot of us you know might not even been stating anything new but I remember even from my grandfather, when my grandfather passed away, he was, you know, he was in his bed and not very mobile. And then when he passed away, I was like, oh, like, you know, like he can actually do more for me in spirit form, like in, you know, like beyond the physical body than he could from the constrictions of his bed. And so, you know, when we are open to this, for those that have passed on, be they family members or even, you know, like archetypes and historical figures, so to speak, you have the opportunity to be able to invite in a relationship with these beings. And this is where, again, you know, even through my own work, I've experienced this many times where I've, I've worked on projects that have been related to people who have passed on and the way that like, I like feel their presence through the work that I do. It will like show up in the editing. It will show up through choices that I'm very much just making intuitively. So they're kind of like, again, you know, they become like our guardians and watchers and guides, so to speak, but they're still with us. They're still a part of the team. We're, we just happen to be the ones on the ice. They're just like, you know, they're in the stands now, so to speak, using like a hockey metaphor as I always do. But anyways, um, there's one more thing I want to talk about, but I'll save it for later. And that's like the actual moment of like the experience of death, which again, you know, is, is this very kind of like, 
Um, yeah, it, it, again, it's psychedelic is the best way I can describe it. Um, but let's keep things passing around and, and you know, even uh, hearing from some of the people here, Kristen, I know you were talking about um, your relationship with death and everything like that. And uh, I know there are multiple people in the community that have had like NDEs and everything. So those stories, when I was younger, I was always fascinated with like NDEs because I'm like, dude, like this is evidence. Like let's piece together this puzzle. And over time, you know, death, I think death will always continue to be something mysterious, but I think even that within that mystery, there's still the opportunity to be able to develop a relationship where suddenly it doesn't become as scary. And that for me has been the thing that has changed over the years. Whereas, you know, for me, I'm not scared of death quite in the same way. Um, it is, oh, oh, this is the other thing I was, okay. No, no, I'll share it later. Um, there's one more crazy trippy idea that I'm going to share, but I'll get into that later. But anyways, uh, let's keep things moving along. Jessica, I know you just joined in on stage. Kristen, I know you want to go next, but um, Jessica and Kristen, I'll let you decide if one of you wants to go first or if Jessica, if you want to go next, that's totally cool. So if you guys just want to um, maybe unmute and decide who wants to go next, go ahead and do that now and just let us know. Kristen, I'm happy to let you go first or if you're, are you okay with me speaking? I'm I'm pleasantly pleased with this conversation either way. Just because so you go for it. You just joined uh, in. I'm happy to hear your share. I just um hearing Brendan speak, you know, in particular, I know with the recent loss and um the idea of community, it just sparked this thought around death. There's been so many wonderful so much wonderful input here that there's not so much for me to add, but just the idea that we come here and, and we are having these experiences and that reflection that everyone is experiencing us in a different way. And so as Brendan talked about, you know, when you have the passing of someone and the community comes together, they each bring that different piece of that person that was reflected onto them. And then they're bringing that back to create this whole idea, this whole concept and this whole experience of a soul and celebrate in that as it, as it moves to a different plane, to a different realm. And um, I just, I really resonated with that. And I thought that was really beautiful. So that's my quick piece for today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Happy to be able to have you here. Kristen, if you'd like to go next and then whoever wants to go next after Kristen, just go ahead and blink your microphone now and we will queue you up and pass it over to whoever wants to go next. And, and for everybody here, we'll make sure you guys get a chance to even just do like one final closing thought as we get close to the end. And, uh, and then we'll get wrapped up shortly after that. So Kyle will pass it to you after Kristen. Kristen, when you're ready, go right ahead. Yeah, thank you so much. And and I just wanted to uh, give the opportunity to share, as uh, Brendan had mentioned, I have had a near-death experience um, during a heart surgery that I had, and it was it was something that absolutely changed my life. I would not be sitting here in this circle discussion today had I not been through that. So um, just to kind of be able to offer any clarity for anyone, at least in my personal experience with it, it was something that um, I remember feeling being in my body before the near-death experience happened and um, then of course afterwards kind of feeling like separated from my body and I actually was in a position where I was able to kind of view the room that I was in and I remember seeing all the doctors around my body and um, being kind of at this uh, third level perspective is what I like to call it almost as if like I was viewing the scene as it was happening and uh, I remember being like feeling lifted and being pulled away and off into a different space that I can only describe as being very light and uh, connecting with 
a few of my own guides. Um, I saw my grandfather who had passed away and uh, Jesus was there. <laughs> and there was a few other just um, kind of key people who had been um, spirit guides in my life up to that point. And, uh, you know, the it was, it was in that moment that I remember having this a feeling come over me that was like, you know, wait, no, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. Like there's somewhere else I need to be, but I didn't feel that connection with my body. I felt very, um, like, like I said, it's, it's just a whole different, it's a whole different space of existence that, um, I was kind of in between an, an in-between place. And I remember feeling this call, like being asked, you know, am, am I ready to go or, or do I want to go back? And, and I felt this pull, this call to come back to my body. And in that moment, whenever I made that decision, I felt this yank down back into my body. And of course, that was whenever I breathed and, you know, they had pumped my heart to get it to beat again. And it was very aggressive. But um, I remember being in that space of just nothing expanse and not feeling any kind of connection or ties to the physical world other than just this um, this pulse inside of me. And I think that for me, it gave me this really beautiful experience to be able to see that like I do have a purpose for being here or else my consciousness could have very easily just moved on to the next uh, you know part of my existence, the next ripple within the the waves of consciousness. and I think it's something that I know personally I, I am grateful for on many levels, the uh, experience of being able to continue breathing and, and being here and existing and, and experiencing that, but then also understanding that um, that connection to the after and, and I think to just recognizing the time that we are in right now and understanding this beautiful opportunity that we have to honor our ancestors and honor those who have been before us and you know, in whatever way, you know, works for you, whatever way reflects in your life, but just understanding that death is part of the natural process of life. And that, you know, those that have lived the existence before you, whether you want to consider them past lives of past versions of yourself, or, you know, those that have walked before you and understanding that you're in this now moment with the wisdom that you hold and the um, physical spaces that you are set in because of the actions and the intentions that those that have gone before you have placed. And so, you know, I always try to utilize this beautiful month and the amazing energy to just be able to really honor those and, and uh, send, send whatever kind of blessings we can in that way and to respect that process. And then the, the final thing I wanted to mention on death is also just understanding that everyone has their own relationship with it. And, you know, whenever we experience death in our life, you know, whether it's someone very personal and close to us or someone that's, you know, we love experiencing death, you know, being able to see how we can hold space for one another. And, and also just in that understanding that, you know, some people may, may feel that sadness. Maybe they're going to cry. Some, some people may feel anger. You know, my aunt, she laughs. I, you know, it's like everyone has their own expression. And, and I think just seeing that as humans, you know, we are all going to work through those emotions that are related to that connection that we have with our, with our physical body and with one another. And I think to, um, you know, just honoring the process of, of death and, and how it interacts in our life. And yeah, that's it. That's my share. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you again, Chris. And I'll, I'll just share here real quick and then I'll pass over to Kyle just while the, shot, the thoughts fresh on my mind. So <clears throat> um, 
there's one idea and this, this came to me like many many years and years ago within my ponderings and such and and i'm curious if you're if you guys here like resonate with it but you know it's basically this idea that you know like there's like multiple kind of like parallel realities there's this idea that you know at some point the human experience the journey of the soul can actually be through the process where the soul will literally go through the process of dying or or even a near-death experience and kind of like what Kristen was saying um, have this experience where it is given the choice to be able to say like do you want to go or do you want to go back and then if it goes back there is this is where it's a little bit different this is a little bit trippier it can actually go back like a moment before whatever happened happened that might have like caused like some sort of like sudden death so to speak um so like a, a crazy example of this and this is just the example that came to me when i was younger as i was, I was pondering this would be like the example of like um say like a, a soldier at war and, and and then like a soldier like gets like shot and killed and boom just like that and then they kind of like go through this near-death experience and they're just like wait 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 like i don't want to go i don't want to die yet and then suddenly you know they they like come back into they go through a whole experience they meet god and stuff then they come back into an incarnation and then it's like they come back and but it's like it's like two seconds before that bullet might have hit them and then this time it just grazes them and then by the grace of the universe the grace of god or whatever they're, they they managed to get through it safely and and if you were to think about this this almost kind of in some way explains how some people manage to make it through um unquestionably fathomable uh processes where it's like how how did they make it out of that safely like that seems like against the odds and 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 ren even in your story you know like it's and and not to you know i, I don't want to put an idea out there that's a little bit overwhelming because it can be um but it just kind of makes you ponder where it's like it's like wait a second you know like was there something going on here with time where like in the process of death you're like outside of it and then it kind of brings you back and then that explains like why um you kind of like made it through something without a scratch on you and stuff like that um the last thing i, I will just say on pass over to kyle is that it's very fascinating to hear about the idea that death within this realm you're entering into this realm where much like a dream it's a hologram of you it's a hologram of your heart. It's a hologram of your reflections. And so within this is this idea that, you know, people argue about, well, what's on the other side of death? You know, like whose God is it? Is it the Hindus? Is it the, is it the Catholics? You know, is it Islam? Like who is it? Right. One of the ideas is that it's actually whatever you believe in. It, it, it literally like you will meet your own version of heaven, so to speak, which I think is an incredible um, kind of like image to be able to, to just like, open yourself up to so this is where you start getting into the tibetan book of the dead and one of the ideas that they actually talk about which is so important and i and i don't want to get too deep into it here whereas to be able to die consciously imagine being able to die where you don't just suddenly just kind of like go black and then it's just like you're dead but to be able to kind of transition into death where your your consciousness remains present throughout the experience and it's basically like entering into a lucid dream and then you just kind of continue along so to speak um and this is where you know they talk about this in the tibetan book of the dead where they talk about this idea that within death um some of them even talk about the idea of like not going into the white light like like what happens when you don't go into the white light and then it's actually almost like this like another route that the soul can take and the white light is actually almost kind of like what like quote unquote recycles the soul and you see that in the movie soul that pixar movie which is kind of trippy um but yeah like what happens if you were to die fully consciously and then to be able to kind of like move into a kind of like a lucid dream to almost like meditate your way into death and there have been monks that have done this they've literally like meditated 
into the stage of death. This has been documented and stuff like that. So again, the death is quite fascinating. Um, so much more to talk about. Let's keep things going for a little bit longer. I'm not in a rush, but we'll make sure we're, we're not going too long. So Kyle, I'll pass over to you. Um, Michelle, if you want to jump in with something shortly after, please feel free. Ren, I know you jumped up on stage. Ren, did you want to even be able to just share real quick before passing it over to Kyle? If it was, because I mean, I did refer to you. So if you want to be able to reply to anything, um, just go ahead and unmute your microphone now. And then Kyle, if that's okay, we can pass it over to you or whatever works for you. Which which would you prefer, Ren? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I'm not going to be long at all. Okay, um, go for it. I just, just, just weird that you said that you're not putting ideas into my head, so it's not like you were like, oh my god, Brendan gave me this new insight. Like, no, it's weird that you said that because while that was happening and I just was like spinning and spinning like on the highway, I, after I thought that there was just a point where I I did black out. Like, and that's why I was like, when I kind of opened my eyes, I was like looking around me, like, am I dead? Is this like death? You know, I don't know if you ever seen, uh, I don't know that movie where that girl passes away in the car with her parents. And then she's the only one she's like dead or like in between, but that's what it was like. It was, I blacked out and I was like, did I go somewhere? Did like my higher self pull me out of my body and like kind of replace me with like the version that like survives. And it's just weird to think about. I'll never understand what happened that day. But all I know is that like, people that looked at the car the ambulance they were like how the fuck are you here like they literally were like they were staring at me like they couldn't like I was a ghost and so like it definitely is possible like the possibilities with the universe is like endless you know so I'll always think about that moment but all I'll say is that ever since that day I've been like I've never said anything negative and before that accident I was saying negative things I was like who cares if I die like I was just saying depressive shit and since then I've never never said anything like that again. I've been grateful every single day waking up just to wake up. So it does change your perspective a lot. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you again, Ren, Ren for sharing. And, and yeah, it's fascinating just being able to hear from someone who's had that experience as well. So live in the mystery. Kyle, if you'd like to go next, go ahead. And then uh, Michelle, if you want to go after that, we'll pass it over to you. And then we'll just go around one more time with any closing thoughts. So Kyle, if you'd like to share, go right ahead, bud. Hi, uh, you, so you brought up like the idea for like, thought, I don't know, you triggered something in my brain. So basically, it's I kind of think now that we're in the realm. It's like we put the quarter in the video game machine so we can come into this life to experience life. But it's such a good immersion that you actually forget that you actually put the quarter in the machine to come here. So then eventually you build up a fear of letting go and leaving the experience because it is a great experience to be here. But I also want to touch on, like I had a buddy who explained he died and he met his version of God and God basically pulled a veil back for him and showed him what time is and a lot of things. And he's a coder. So he really explained it to me. He goes, he believes like the earth is kind of like some sort of antivirus program where we're basically coming here. There is some evil there. There's a lot of bad things that kind of run our society, but it's like, if you are resist those, those temptations, so to say, and these bad things and you end up following the light, he go, basically you're able to ascend or you're able to, you're, you're like this program. So it's like weeding out the bad. So basically the idea of like Christians where we go back to God's kingdom when we die, like the whole idea is, you know, he's weeded out, the bad weeds and the whole um and the idea like i feel like fear kind of has to come with death because there's a lot of studies showing that when you 
of immense fear and immense stress is when your DMT starts to release out in your brain. So I feel like without that, like, I mean, I, I do believe there's also other ways like um, that. I feel like the fear and stress is like the natural process. And then the um, like the more meditative process where these monks and Buddhist people are doing or other others in life. Um, you've basically worked, <clears throat> you worked your spirit and you you've kind of leveled up to get to that level where you can actually pass through without having the immense stress and fear just like even psychedelics if i do my wim hof breathing and i get really calm before i do a heavy like a big mushroom trip i like seamlessly went into that realm instead of have the experience where some people say they think they're dying um i also want to touch on there's a guy named kalindi e because you were saying when people die if you're around them you can connect with their consciousness so this guy on the internet I follow, I was following for a while, Kalindi E on YouTube, amazing uh, mystery explain. Like this guy who's been researching the mysteries, you can tell his entire life. He recently ascended, I believe. And he came to me in dreams, passing me on his mushroom. And I was like, oh, is this just a, uh, a creation of my brain? Because I am always watching his videos. But then I started seeing comments of other people who are obsessed with paying attention to his knowledge they were also having that same experience in a dream where he comes and he comes to you and gives you the, the blue mushroom. And I remember asking myself or asking him and being like, Hey, is this real? Like, did you actually pass me the mushrooms? And then boom, I get a really big chill down my spine. And, um, he really explained a lot about re like, I believe reincarnation is where you didn't meet your mission and you get put back here and you have to read, you have to learn again and see where ascension is where you're basically going through those bardo todos kind of things and you're ascending through it or you're ascending to the next level and uh on the end of that basically on, um, i want to talk about that one book uh, the immortality key and that that book basically is focused on the ancient religions that were basically practicing the science of dying before dying by drinking very strong potent psychedelic drinks to bring them into that underworld and uh, it really explains basically the same tip we're all on right now. We're all trying to find this and this inner world experiences have been being suppressed forever. And we're the ones being rebels in a sense, bringing this back, bringing these discussions because the whole idea of talking about death and ascension and is the realm before we're born, the real one, then you come here. And that, 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 that was all trying that was being pushed so you can never talk about stuff like this. It was always like, you know, in religion, it was shown as being a bad thing. Well, it's definitely part of the good side of life to understand the mystery and what life is. And really appreciative that everyone's here to talk about all this. And all these great ideas are just triggering really good thoughts in my brain. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you again, Kyle. Kyle, can you send me a link for the YouTuber you were mentioning? And can you just mention the YouTuber again one more time, the one that you were referring to? Yeah, for sure. Uh, his name is Kalindi E, and I'll uh, I'll send I'll write it on the comments on YouTube, and uh, um, there's a big uh, one of the YouTube channels they're part he was a part of was um, uh, sorry uh, I'm blanking right now. Uh, no worries. I can't remember right now, but 
it's Kalindi and as soon as you write Kalindi on YouTube, all his uh, drop downs usually come up right away because it's it's very amazing and fascinating stuff. But yeah, I'll leave it in the comments on YouTube and Instagram. Thanks, dude. Um, how do you spell that? Just real quick, just so the first few letters, if you don't mind. I know you're gonna send it anyways, but just for those of you who are on the fly. Um, K-I-L-I-N-D-Y, and E is like I-Y-E. I might be spelling that wrong because I was trying to pull up my phone there, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this guy honestly, to me, was a master, like for sure. Awesome, dude. Wonderful, wonderful, and, and, and man, like thank you again for sharing, and there's something, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, just real quick, and Michelle, if you want to go next, I'll, I'll pass over to you, and then, then we'll just go around one more time with closing thoughts. Yeah, it's interesting, because we talk a lot about reincarnation, and, and yeah, you know, I love the idea that, again, like, this planet is just, like, one school of many, one realm of many. So it's interesting when you hear some people, and they talk about, like, life number nine, like, a life path of number nine, and they say, like, oh, if you're a life path number nine, that means this is your last incarnation on Earth. And I remember for a while, I got like kind of like tripped out about that, um, especially since I know some people who have a life path number nine and be like, what do you mean? Like you're leaving? And then it's like, it's like, well, it's not like I'm like gone forever. It's just like, maybe that just means that, you know, after this, I'm going to another school, aka another realm, another planet, so to speak. So um, that was just one thing to kind of like think about. But yeah, no, death is a... a I, I, it sounds kind of weird saying it, but I love talking about death. Um, I'm not afraid to talk about death. It's actually something that I'm very grateful to be able to hold space for. And I think uh, the more that each of us can do this within our own hearts and within the community, you know, the more it will continue to serve us as a collective. So Michelle, if you would like to go next, please feel free. And, and I know we were talking about Phoenix a little bit earlier on. So anything else you would like to share and then we'll get close to wrapping it up. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah, this is kind of closing thoughts for me because I, I have to hop off in a bit, but I wanted to talk about, oh, that's my cat. I wanted to talk about Samhain and what you just said also is quite interesting um, because I'm doing the witch wound program and I want to I wanna weave it all into the wheel of the year and the closings and the death that happen. Like it's like literally ingrained in the system, you know, of, of, of death being a cycle because it's seasonal. And in the wheel of the year, something that I figured out because I'm doing this program, I'm like learning more about Samhain itself. And, and I've been in this um, skull, you'll like this, because it's like this druidic transmission um, lately. Uh, I started watching the show uh, Outlander, which is like in Scotland and everything. But then the, uh, the what was happening to me on the other inner planes from being in that transmission of like 18th century was like these codes of like, druidism and pagan and I was like oh my god this is in support of the program that I'm running because it's like the wheel of the year in Samhain and like when we are at this particular time of the year you know the festival is to like Kristen mentioned like communicate with the ancestors and I love how Kristen how she spoke you spoke like so naturally about it you know it was like a very I could hear a frequency of this like naturalness like oh i just i honor the ancestors at this time of the year and and that is like the embodied druidic like knowing is that this is the time of the year after the where the wheel of the year turns that's what they call it and that's the thing that i learned and i didn't know that so the festival of the autumn equinox happens and then there's a i think it's the new moon after Samhain 
marks the closing of the wheel of the year. And then the rebirth or resurrection is the winter solstice, which I think why there's that whole talk about like, you know, was Jesus born at the at Christmas or et cetera. But it's like that starts a new chapter, that new phase of the wheel of the year. Um, so uh, yeah, this time is definitely, and both my grandmother and Phoenix both start in October. So the two beings in my life personally that, um, and you know what else is really interesting? October is the most, the month where people get married the most. It's also the sign of Libra um, when, when it's at the end of the month, it crosses into Scorpio. But like death and marriage, like Libra and Scorpio, they're, they're like hand in hand together on the wheel. So I think it's really important for us to be present to not only what happens in our life on like the physical level, but like the multi-dimensional symbolic that is the the true real for me. And I know that sometimes people call me out on like living there too much, you know, but I feel like that that is, um, that's what the spiritual life really is. It's like when you're seeing beyond the veil of what is happening into like this deeper meaning of, of what is here. And I, I think that's so important. Um, so those are my closing thoughts. And um, I just want to like plug the witch wound. Um, I'm doing a five night festival, five night festival. I, it might be a festival that would be wonderful, but it's a ritual gathering. And then I'm offering a one on one session because I really want whoever comes to anchor the energy. And it's for women identified being only um, who have the witch wound. And for those of you who are interested, go to my Instagram, Michelle Infinity, and check it out and read. Uh, like my latest post and feel into that or message me and let me know. Um, but the witch wound has to do with what Kyle mentioned, which is like death was like used as a tool. This is, I'm, I'm not going to soapbox for long, but give me just a moment to say this. Like a lot of the separation of the patriarchal conditioning that we've had on this earth, on this planet has been to take our power away from the mystic, from, from everything that we've been talking about is the, the wheel of the year, the energy of what is just under the surface for all of us and for all of us to be in communion with it. But then through the perversion of the religion that we call Christianity and men wanting power and hierarchical, not just men like masculine, but just like men, souls wanting power, you know, who incarnated as men, um, wanting to take that power and say, if you're not, if you don't play by the rules, then you're going to burn in hell or we're going to kill you and here's your execution. And it's just been this real manipulation of the dark energy. Um, that that the dark energy, you know, not in our culture as bad or negative, but as a magical force, then when wielded with respect, is where power really truly comes from. And and so I'm doing this program and my whole life and my work is like this reclaiming of this divine feminine, the dark feminine, and having the power and the courage to speak it and bring that out into our culture so that it's not demonized. And so that we are all, you know, integrating our shadow, that we're all comfortable with talking about death and that we're not buying into the conditioning of of what has been fed to us to keep us small and safe and playing by rules that were created to out of control. So anyway, if all of that appeals to you, connect with me on Instagram. <laughs> I know that's a lot, but it's also uh, beautiful, you know, and it's my work. So thank you very much. 
Thank you, Michelle. And thank you for your work. And, and for anybody here, I would invite everybody to, to connect with Michelle, whether or not you're interested in that immediate program or otherwise. Uh, Michelle has been a good friend of ours in the community. And uh, again, you can find Michelle at Michelle Infinity on Instagram. And for any of the creators that we've heard on air here today, their links will be in the YouTube show notes. So if you're even if you're on Spotify, jump over to YouTube, jump into the show notes, click those links, follow them on Instagram and even send them a DM if you're interested in something they talk about. And uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of awesome people here in the community. So um, we'll get close to wrapping it up and um, we'll just go around one more time with some closing thoughts and then I'll add some closing thoughts on the end of that as well. So uh, whoever would like to, to go next, please feel free to, to do so. And uh, thank you again to Michelle for joining in. And um, yeah, Kristen or Ren or Kyle, if you guys have any closing thoughts you want to add in, I'll pass it over to Kristen next. Kristen, go ahead when you're ready. Yeah, I just want to like add a little third that Michelle is uh, someone that I've actually worked with her in her one-on-one sessions and have gained so much healing in the ability to be able to speak and use my voice and have that deeper connection. So just a third, like definitely if you guys are vibing with Michelle to connect with her and just wanted to send my ultimate gratitude to the space and to everyone that has spoken and shared their wisdom and uh, even just being on the receiving end as well. I've, I've learned so much and I just really cherish these opportunities to connect with you all and, and to share our heart wisdom and, yeah, grow in love. So thank you all and sending my love to all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. And uh, Ren or Kyle, if either of you want to be able to share any closing thoughts or gratitude, go ahead and just unmute yourself and we'll pass it to whoever unmutes themselves first, if you guys feel called. And uh, either way, no worries. And I'll, uh, I think that's good. So um, okay, I'll just add in some closing thoughts. And uh, if you guys do change your mind, just blink your microphone and let me know. So uh, yeah, go ahead, Kyle. We'll, we'll pass it over to you right now, then. Go for it, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say what, like, Michelle was, was just touching on. Uh, that Immortality Key book talks about exactly what she was talking about, how they're hiding the hidden, hidden history of um, basically going within. And basically, the Vatican spearheaded the whole thing against witches, but basically people with botanical knowledge. Um, I want to just say also thank you for holding the space and having us be able to speak about something as deep as death and uh appreciate you having me here um thank you thank you kyle happy to be able to have you here kyle's a, one of our newer members in the community so excited to be able to welcome you into your first circle so um ren did you want to share anything even just closing thoughts gratitude real quick if you feel called if you're able to no worries either way we'll give you a second if you'd like to go ahead ren just thank you everyone for sharing um your stories and for being here um, I really liked listening to all of you, um, and yeah, just grateful to be in this space, grateful to have conversations like this. So thank you all. Love you. Thank you. Thank you, Ren. So, uh, just a few more closing thoughts that I was just going to share from, from my heart. Um, Campton, if you want to jump on and even real quick, just uh, add any closing thoughts of gratitude, you're more than welcome to it. I know you're, you're listening right now. So if so, just jump up and we'll add you in. So, you know, just on closing thoughts, again, I, I invite all of us to take the opportunity to be able to meditate on death. And, and, and I think it's interesting because when we meditate on death, I invite you to meditate on those that have passed because, you know, the, 
the only things that have died have been the things that have been alive. So when we meditate on death, we can see that as, you know, the yin and the yang. And, and it gives us the opportunity to be able to reflect on like the the beauty of, of the lives of those before us. So when you think about who we are right now, I hate to say it, but a lot of people have died in order for you to be here. And so what do you do to honor that? What do you do to honor that story? And, and so I think, you know, even when I think about the passing of my good friends and, and, and Bill Paul and everything like that, one of the things that I often say to myself and to others is this idea that they live on through the love that we share. And so death is never truly the end. It, it, it's an opportunity to be able to reflect on how it is that we carry our relationships. And so, you know, it's interesting because like death is this word that we ascribe to things that we recognize as having importance. Um, it's interesting because when you think about it, like we are surrounded by death every single moment. Like if, 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 if the cells in our body, do they die? Like, I guess so, right? Like depending on how you define it. Yet we seem to use death more so for like the relevance of, of something that, that has like more consciousness to it, more value to it more of a story to it so um with this in mind you know it's interesting because I, I i invite all of us to be able to you know really just like bring home that awareness into our heart that when the time comes for us to be able to to move beyond this realm what will you bring with you what do you carry with you and, and and it won't be your car it won't be your instagram profile it won't be the money in your bank account it will be what's in your heart it will be the experiences it will be the memories it will be the connections it will be the relationships these are the true wealth these are the true gold that we cultivate here within this lifetime so you know the topic of death at the end of it it's like oh man like it's 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 sad it, it rightfully sad it's okay to acknowledge that it's sad because that re reflects the fact that we care but at the same time you know talking about death honestly by the time i've done this conversation i hope the discussion of death actually ignites the the beauty of life and, and you think about the fact of how the seasons work you know we go through fall and, and we have this beauty of fall the, the way the colors change it's like oh my god the trees are the trees are dying the trees are dying but they're so freaking beautiful right like what's up with that um and yet here we go into the long night of winter and within this process of death again you know it's knowing that spring is coming and so how do we use this opportunity to be able to reflect how do we use this opportunity to be able to go inside to be able to use the shadow and so death is a is a deeper relationship with the shadow and the shadow is who we are the the realm of the shadow is you know a, a space that the seed grows from and it is a place that that consciousness is also transformed through so uh, again i just invite everybody here to be able to to continue to have these discussions on 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 death and what is death in a way that feels right for them and and i think the more that we talk about this as a community the more that people will be able to just begin to destigmatize it and, and i think that's a very very powerful thing and and we won't even fully know uh the significance of it until perhaps uh further down the road but um yeah i appreciate everybody again being here for, for this conversation death is a teacher death is a lesson death is is an opportunity for us to be able to see more of ourselves it is the great mirror of reflection so 
with that said we will wrap up this paradigm shift circle discussion thank you so much everyone for joining in my name is brendan aka mystic spider-man on instagram skull babylon on youtube if you guys enjoyed this discussion you are welcome to join us again for future paradigm shift circles live wednesdays at 4 p.m edt broadcasted on youtube and also you can participate on air by by joining our discord so if you haven't joined our discord yet uh, you'll find the link for that in the info for this video on youtube you can also go right to paradigmshiftcentral.com and i encourage you guys to go there nonetheless bookmark paradigmshiftcentral.com check it daily to be able to see new events happening within the community and uh, you'll also get the updates there through the through the discord and if you'd like to be able to support and also be involved as a member you can check out the patreon membership and with that it's 11 dollars monthly contribution to be able to get additional access within our community join private events have your events featured and uh, also additional uh, conscious media creation coach support from myself as well so plenty more paradigm shift circle discussions to check out if you enjoyed this one check out the recordings of past one the link for that's in the info for this video and again paradigm shift radio on spotify and please feel free to tell your friends and and we look forward to being able to have you back here once again for some more uh heart expanding mind opening discussions and and um even just as we wrap this up i'm like oh there's still so much more to talk about so i'm gonna i'm gonna go talk about this conversation with Lacey, and and i invite you to be able to continue this conversation with those who you know and uh yeah thank you again everyone each and every single one of you for being here greatly appreciate your time and presence and with that said we, we will wrap it up kristen feel free to, to join me in saying farewell uh to everybody who's joining us once again kristen's the only one left on stage right now so we're waving at the camera bye everybody we love you guys we love you connect with all the people join their instagrams and stuff we love you guys we love you all right thanks again everyone much love keep it shifty Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.